Hey, my brothers and sisters, I hope this day finds you well. Today, I want to talk about the power of information. Now, this won't be the only segment that I do on this because information is the most powerful tool, I say, within the human collective, because information is absolutely everything. As uh, Malcolm X said in, in the 60s when talking about the media, so that they can make a an innocent man guilty and a guilty man innocent. Now I'm, para- I'm paraphrasing off the original quote, but you get the meaning. They can basically make anything due to information. And the more you streamline that, that information, and by that I mean the more you suppress any counter narrative to the information that's being disseminated, the more likely it's gonna catch on. And the responsibility falls on the individual to understand this. It's one thing if you're a child, which is the reason why children are so often preyed upon, is that they're vulnerable. They're vulnerable to everything. But more than anything else, they're vulnerable to information. You can craft a mind, if you get it young enough, craft a mind to believe whatever you choose. And that's a lot of power. Information is the ultimate power. It is not money. It's not any material gain. It's not land. It's always gonna be information. You could be a genius, right? Like a genius level IQ that it allows you to retain information, to assimilate it and just roll it around and and come up with amazing things. But if that information was corrupted from the beginning, then it doesn't matter if you're a genius. Now I'm gonna direct this at the media because it's something that I've, I've noticed for a very, very long time and it got really kicked into high gear probably when when they started to attack Mr. Trump. Now, I, I don't care one way or the other for the man simply because I don't know him. I've never broken bread with him. I don't know him personally. But what I do know is tactics. What I do know is what is and what isn't. And I noticed that there was a full court press to make something one way. Now, you'd be hard pressed to find anything that's just one way, right? I mean, even success, although there are foundational values that need to be implemented on a regular basis for success, there are many pathways. And and also success could be subjective, right? Maybe success isn't a million dollars to you. It could be something else. The foundational values, to accomplish that success are the same, but the pathway is different, right? So it can be both objective and subjective. So it's not just one way. So to say someone is all good or all evil, something there isn't, isn't right. Nothing is ever 100% one thing, right? Because there's just way more nuance to life 
definitely more, way more nuanced to an individual person, right? There's way more layers than just what, what you may see on the surface or what you may glean from one encounter, right? And then that can change over time. If you deal with them like me at 16 and me gonna be 46 next month, two different individuals. I mean, there are similarities, but two different individuals. You would expect a certain level of evolution and growth from 16 to 46, giving me 30 years, you know, on this planet as opposed to just, you know, a decade and a half. That's understandable. So it falls to the individual to understand that one, information is the most powerful tool. Two, because of that, the responsibility falls on an individual to protect their mind from someone who's trying to use that tool to their advantage and to your disadvantage. You have to be able to determine that. Now as children, that ability is not there, which is why we protect children, period. End of discussion. There is no talking about that. There's no debate. We protect children, period, from anyone who's trying to bring them harm, whether that's physical, emotional, or mental. We have to protect their young minds. And anyone who's not doing that definitely shows their hand because that's a level of evil that, that, is, that, should always be, that, that should always be resisted as a united front with every other human being on the planet. Okay, so let's table that. Maybe we'll talk about that in another segment. So let's take the media. Because the media is our main source of information, whether that's social, mainstream, doesn't matter, independent. Media is media. It's information. So we must be able to read and listen and filter through with our own intellect and with our own reason, filter that information through and be able to determine, is this something that is being used against me or is this something that is being provided for me to utilize to better myself and to protect my family, myself, what have you, my community. So I'll give you an example. These are make-believe stories, just off the top of my head, okay? So I'm gonna give you an objective report and then I'm gonna give you a subjective report of the same incident, okay? And forgive me, I'm just making this up as I go along, but you'll get the idea. So this is the objective report. This is objective reporting. Just telling you what happened and what is based on what we know so far, okay? So, We've just learned that, that there's been a bank robbery earlier today. Now, from what we've been able to gather from the participants who were inside of the bank during the time of the robbery and from the first responders, so from eyewitness accounts from both inside and outside, from people who were inside and also the first responders, and in addition to that, bystanders who were on the outside from gathering this information from them, this is what we've been able to find out so far. At approximately 3.52 p.m. today, two men, approximately between the ages of 
24 and 30 entered the fill-in-the-blank bank and proceeded to rob the bank. They took control of the situation very, very quickly. Two shots were fired in the air as a warning shot by Sanders say, witness, eyewitnesses say, and they asked for the money behind the registers. A sign alarm was tripped at, a pro, at pro, approximately two minutes after they entered. Police were on the scene approximately 10 minutes later. The assailants were still inside. The negotiations began five minutes after police had arrived and they secured the area. After a successful negotiation, all hostages were released and the assailants proceeded to surrender to police officers. They were taken into custody and are being arrested or, or, or being you know, booked in as we speak. We will keep you abreast of any new information that comes up. Our hearts go out to anyone who was victimized and a part of this. And we're so happy that no lives were lost and no one was injured. Okay, so that would be more objective. I gave you what happened, I gave you the time to the best of, of my ability based on the information that was given to me. Now here is a subjective report. So there's been a bank robbery that happened earlier today. Now this was at a bank that happened predominantly in an area populated by people who are predominantly of African descent. Two white men heavily armed, entered the bank around 3.52 p.m. today. We're not sure, but we believe that they have strong white supremacist ties and the organization that we believe that they're tied to has been known to support Republican candidates. We also know that they can be tied this white supremacist group, now this is, this is unconfirmed, but we believe that this same white supremacist group has been known to frequent Gab.com, Parler, Newsmax, Daily Wire, and other conservative outlets. We believe that they use these outlets to further spread their propaganda and their hate. Now, we're not sure why they chose a bank in this particular area, but if they are white supremacists, maybe they were intending to take black lives. Now, these two unhinged young men, we believe they're in their early 20s. These unhinged white men, we hear were exceptionally violent. We're saying racial slurs which elevates this to a hate crime. Upon the police arriving after a sign alarm was tripped, negotiations began and these two hysterical white men, heavily armed to the teeth, thankfully responded to negotiations and surrendered themselves to police officers. We don't know what would have happened if these terrorists hadn't been taken down so swiftly. 
our prayers go out to everyone involved. Now, this happens all the time, okay? I want you to understand this. It happens in articles, and it definitely happens on news clips. I've seen an article that will give the ethnicity when it's a black, a white assailant against a black victim. And I've heard them say just male and give no ethnicity. And then when you dig deeper, the assailant was not white. That's manipulation. Do you see how I did that? That happens all the time. You have to ask yourself, why are they given the ethnicity of the assailants if they don't know if it has any bearing on why they committed the crime? If, if you don't know if it's a motivator, why would you mention it? If you are unsure, this is what they'll say. They'll say this often. We're not really sure, but we believe this. Do you see that? It releases them from any liability because they've said, well, we don't really believe, we're not really sure, but we believe. Believe how? What information led you to believe this? Nobody ever calls to have that validated. You said you believe this, well, from what? Because based on what you just said that you know, you have no idea the motivation. And they're unhinged? How do you know they're unhinged? Was that word specifically used by eyewitness accounts? Did they say unhinged? And in that emotional state, if, if someone on the inside of the bank said that, they're obviously not in, in, in a very, I mean, they're, they're coming from a very high stress situation. So how can you rely on, on them to assess the emotional state of the assailant when you don't know what their emotional state was? If you really had journalistic integrity, you would report objectively. And if you had an opinion, you would say it after you were done. You would give people the report, the objective facts, and you would say, this reporter or me, myself, I believe this, 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 this. But you cease to be a journalist when you put your own spin and you become an activist or essentially a confidence man, because that's what confidence men do. They guide a person down a road that they believe they should be traveling anyway. And they use light little nudges and they use fear as a potent tool or pride as a potent tool. Or they put a sense of urgency as a potent tool. But instead of giving information objectively and giving the populace the same, the same exact opportunity you had to get the information and then make your own, make up your own mind or come to a conclusion. You instead fill their heads with your conclusion and believe that you're doing them a service. You're not. You're being manipulative. And you don't manipulate people that you actually respect, that you love, or that you think have the intelligence to take that information and come to a conclusion themselves. Or maybe you do, but you don't want them to come to a different conclusion than you. It's about control, okay? And that need for control always stems from insecurity. And it's evil, it just is. 
So you saw how I reported both. I told you what was going on. You knew that there's a bank robbery. You knew there was two assailants. You knew that a tr alarm was tripped. You knew that there was a negotiation. And you knew that they were um, taken into custody peaceably. What does their what does their ethnicity matter? I can see gender. There were two males. But you really really didn't even need to say that. Not really. All that matters is there was a crime committed. It was thwarted, no lives were lost. And as you get deeper information, if you find out that their motivation was something different and it's actually validated and corroborated, then you can report that. But all this speculation is just a manipulation because of the way you're speculating. I'll tell you how I know. When I was 18 years old and I had two roommates, one was my cousin and one was a friend. We were all friends in high school. They were a year older than me and we're all predominantly of African descent. Now, my cousin was at work, I believe, and so I was at home with, with my best friend, and we were watching TV, and there was a breaking, breaking news. This is why I used the uh, bank robbery. There was a breaking news. There was, there was some type of robbery attempt, and there were two assailants who had fled on foot, and they were searching for them, and, and it was a big old thing. And the news commentator said this, there are two young men on foot, obviously at large. We're not sure of their identities, but they're believed to be African-American. And we both paused and went like this and looked at each other. Like, what the? That's the manipulation right there. You know how many people in their homes, because this wasn't the first time they had done that manipulation, you know how many people in their homes went like this? Oh yeah, no, I bet they were black, they're animals. Those young black men are animals. According to Hillary Clinton, they were super predators. Super predators. Huh, really? We looked at each other like, you just said you weren't sure. Why would you even say it? And just so you guys know, the identities ended up being like white and Asian. Wasn't even close to being predominantly of African descent. And you know what happens when they do that? They don't come back and say anything else. They, there's, no, there's never a retraction or a correction. Never. Never. You wanna know how powerful media is, how powerful information is? I'll leave you with this. This is how powerful it is. Why last year, with the altercation with Mr. Floyd, why wasn't the full video released first? Why? Why was the clip that was chosen that was obviously edited down because it wasn't the full clip? There was a whole lot more to show. Why was that clip shown? That specific clip. And not only was that specific clip shown, it came with this own batch of rhetoric or reporting. That clip and that reporting instigated over 574 riots from late May to August. With hundreds of millions of dollars of damage, with lives being lost, even more people injured, livelihoods gone, neighborhoods burned down from that nine minute edited clip 
and their objective reporting. And then when the full clip gets released, which does change the picture, it did for me, because information and facts mean more to me than anything else. I felt a certain way when I saw that initial clip. I told my wife, don't even watch it, it's horrible. Then I see the whole entire clip and it paints a different picture for me. It speaks to motivation. It sets up that nine minute video, but the damage was already done. People were already in that emotional state. Even when that extended clip came out, even the minds, not, not that I changed my mind, a, a crime still happened that definitely needed to be looked into and prosecuted to the full extent of the law. But instead of it being what it was, that fuse for all that destruction, you look at the full clip, it's like that's more of a local matter between a repeat offender and some negligent police officers. That's a local thing. It's not indicative of a, any kind of pattern of systemic whatever. It's absurd when you look at the whole thing. That's how powerful it is. Now there's murals and statues and all of these things. That's how powerful information is. And is being wielded as a tool against the people, not for the people. And you have to wake up. Because if not, you're gonna keep getting conned by people who, because they are conning you, already show that they do not respect, love, or think that you're worth anything. So you have to protect your mind and the minds of your family. And the best way that you can do that is by remaining objective, gathering information objectively. That's the best way that you can do it because they don't care. They'll do whatever for as far as I can see, reading these articles, looking at all this mainstream stuff coming in, even on social media. I can see just by the way that it's being put out because first and foremost, if it's not objective or if it's not from somebody who's telling you, hey, I'm not being objective right now, this is what I believe, then it's a manipulation. Especially be wary of anybody who's telling you we are not biased. <laughs> and then in the next breath, completely biased. Because they, they don't think you're intelligent enough to even listen to their words. They think they can just pull you into the emotional space. It'll black out, like eclipse your reason, and they can push you in any direction that they want you to go. These people don't care about you at all. So keep that in mind. It's up to you to protect your mind. It's up to you. Objective truth, because information is powerful. Okay? Right? <laughs> and as always, if you are lost in the dark, all we need to do is turn on the light. You guys take care. <laughs>